podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. This is your club preview for the upcoming match against Motherwell in the Scottish Premier League tomorrow. Uh, we are live on YouTube this evening and we hope that everyone gets involved in the comments and any questions, obviously file them in there and the guys will answer them as quickly and efficiently as they can. Um, before we move on and introduce the guys, I am Ryan Haymarch, your host this evening. Uh, I think it's only right that we, we kind of touch on a tweet that came out from the club uh, just a, over an hour ago. Uh, it's quite rather sad news about um, a legend of ours. Uh, Rangers tweeted just over an hour ago that they can confirm our legendary goalkeeper, Andy Gorham, is undergoing treatment for cancer in a local hospital. Club officials are in contact uh, with Andy and his family, and the family have asked for privacy at this time. Uh, everyone at Rangers wishes the goalie well at this difficult time, and everyone here um, at Club at 22 echoes what the club have said there. We wish Andy Gorham all the best, and our thoughts are with his family, and he will beat this. There is no doubt about it. So let's move on to introducing the the guys, um, they don't need any introduction, but let's just tick the box anyway. Ali Pearson, how are you this evening, mate? Not too bad. Um, no, I'd, I'd like to say to, to, to Andy Gorham as well, hopefully he gets well soon. We've had the pleasure of meeting him down Pezzo a few times. Carney beat him at pool, which is always hangs on to. Um, but no, same as you, um, hopefully he gets well. But yeah, in terms of me, I'm it's Friday, obviously. Rangers are playing tomorrow on a Saturday, which is a rare event. So, um, <laughs> And it's 12 o'clock, which gives me the fear because I'll be drinking, no doubt, and the boxing's on later. So I'm looking forward to Saturday. I thought you'd be having a wee, a wee day in the house, Harley, no? No, 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 no. You know me on a Saturday. I can't <laughs> behave myself. <laughs> Good man. Um, and Scotia, Emo as well, how are you? Yeah, I mean, I was doing pretty well today and then that news about the goalie came through and it kind of... Puts you in a wee bit of a downer, so yeah, just echo what you said and just send my thoughts um, to to the Gorham family and um, hope he pulls through it. Um, cause it's not a nice, not a nice disease, as we all know. I'm sure. No, totally, and we've obviously uh, we've already lost a legend, so it's not anti Gorham's time. Um, that's for sure. Um, Scott Carney, the Podfather, how are you this evening, mate? Yes, I am good, mate. Same as I say, but I, I never really like to to start the podcast in such a kind of. Kind of sad note. Um, however, as I say, he is getting treatment, so we've just got to take it for that, and hopefully he comes through and battles it. Um, we'll try our hardest to raise the spirits back up again. It's never easy to move on from something like that, mate. Uh, your, your words are echoed by all of us, that is for uh, sure, and I'll raise the mood right now. Robert Smith, you were the guy I was talking to outside the pub. <laughs> um, yes, thank you, mate. I, you know what? I, I did think, I was like, I think it was Robert, but I didn't want to come out and just say that. So, yes, mate, pleasure to speak to you. That was uh, that was great, and I'm so glad you've come back because that was kind of doing my head in. So, yes, uh, yeah, let's get into let's get into it, mate. Yeah, let's get into it indeed. And, uh, Robert, thanks for putting that comment there. I'll just um, take the, the glory away from him. He had no idea what your name was. He's just trying to no. try to sound good there. <laughs> no idea at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gentlemen, we are here to discuss the the, the Motherwell game tomorrow, the, the preview of the Motherwell game. Um, 
usually we would start with a, with a few different subjects, but I want to start with the, the press conference today. Never my favourite, but I think it raised a few subjects um, that I'd like to cover. So, Van Bronckhorst did his manager's press conference today. Uh, he was asked about an update on the squad, and I mean, I thought this was bad news. I thought this was a wee bit of bad news for us, but obviously the news about Gorham puts things into perspective. Uh, he said that um, we have two injuries. Aaron Ramsey, no shock there for me. And unfortunately, I think is a, a bigger injury for us is Kmart Roof. Um, they are both out until around the Leipzig game, uh, the home tie, which I thought was concerning because I don't think he was actually putting that as a return date. I think he was covering himself when he said that. Um, he was asked about, about other players and using the squad. He said other players do have to step up now. Um, because of the absence of Kmar Roof and Aaron Ramsey, and he was also asked about VAR. Obviously, we covered VAR vastly in the last podcast, so we won't go into that too much today. But he was asked his thoughts on that. He said he's a big fan of VAR, and he thinks it will help the referees. The players' press conference day was Borna Barisic. I thought Borna really looked as bold as I do during the press conferences <laughs> because he really struggles with them. Um, but he did say that thanks to God, um, that was his words, thanks to God that VAR is coming in. So he is obviously a fan as well. And he also said he's glad to be back in the squad. And I've criticised Borna a bit since that performance at Parkhead. I think Borna Barris deserves to be back in the squad. He's clearly, clearly hungry and has picked up a bit of form as well. Um, so just a couple of things off on the press conference today that if anyone wants to anything else in the press conference what to discuss then, then put it in the comments. But I thought that the big question was on Alex Lowry. It's, it's been a subject that's came about, whether um, these are rumours or pie-in-the-sky stuff, but he has not signed a contract. He has a, a number of players um, are running down their contract. Connor Goldson as well, already know. Uh, Balogun this year as well, and John McLaughlin. Next year, you're looking at Kent. Aribo as well, and Alec Lowry. Alec Lowry, for me, is <clears throat> a huge talent. He shows a lot of potential, but Gio did say that um, we are in talks with him. He didn't say anything about the Premier League um, rumours, but he did say that we are in talks with Alex Lowry and he sees him as an excellent prospect for us going forward. Probably my first question, and I'll put it to you, Ali, is... Do we? Alec Lowry has played, made four appearances for Rangers. Yes, he has potential. But do you think Alec Lowry maybe wants away? Is he maybe looking like like Billy Gilmer and thinking to himself, if I'm not playing here every week and the Premier League's making noises, then why do I not go down there? Potentially. He'll probably look at folk like you say, Billy Gilmore, the boy Celtic lost. Uh, Doak, I think he was named, that went to Liverpool recently, a similar scenario um, in that side of the city. He's going to get life-changing money if he goes to Newcastle. We won't be able to compete with what he gets. I mean, Newcastle will change his life, probably change his family's life as well, but I'm disappointed because what's the point of the, the youth setup? Because we've lost boys, Billy Gilmore, before he signed a contract when obviously Parson played for us and we've sold him on, but these boys, I mean, he's, he is a Rangers man. I mean, he said he's a Rangers man. To me, he stays with Rangers for a couple of seasons. 
gets games under his belt and then he can move on to these teams. Because you could go in Newcastle and just get lost down there. And you don't want to see that to a talent like him. Billy Gilmore's in that kind of situation at the moment at Chelsea where he's out and loan at Norwich and he's going to be punting loan next season potentially. So it's disappointing, but I'd love to see, and I'd, whether they could do it or not, probably not, some sort of rule that comes in that these big teams in England just kind of come up here and take our best talent because it makes a mock of our, our youth youth system where we want to see these boys play for Rangers. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that I think there's something if we keep losing talent to England for the prices that we're losing them to. I mean, if you think Billy Gilmer went for you know, one million, yes, we got good money for Nathan Patterson, but money's no object down south. And if the board are listening to like agreeing in principle about big money offers, then they're going to take, they're going to let these boys go, and we're not going to see the best of them. Uh, Scotia. I've read a few things on Twitter and I don't know, I shouldn't take them literally because you know what Rangers Twitter is like. Ross Wilson's been getting in the neck a wee bit about not tying Lowry down, but is this more about people saying just offer Lowry the money that he wants? Is this more than money? Is this more, possibly more to do with the boy thinking he's not going to get the football that he wants here and he, might, he thinks he'll bear it down south? Yeah, right, let's go with this. Um, I think Ross Wilson's getting in the neck for the Lowry one a wee bit too much at the minute because um, I was um, listening to the, the preview and um, give a shout out to the preview that the Heart and Hand podcast do. I was listening to that earlier today and uh, Alex Staff, who hosts that, was made two points, one that I knew and one that I didn't. The one that I knew was that ever since Brexit, English clubs can't sign anyone between the ages of 16 and 18 from European Union nations. So now all the 16 and 18 year olds that they'll look for will be the other UK nations, so Northern Ireland, Scotland and Wales. So they'll become sniffing about up here. So I knew that. The one I didn't know, and I had a wee look into this, is that in Scotland, players that are under the age of 18 can only sign a two-year two year deal. So Alex Lowry signed a two-year contract on the 8th of June 2021, and his birthday, is when he turned 18, was June the 23rd. So that was just at the start of last season that he'd signed a signed that two-year deal. So we've, since he's turned 18, we've had 10 months that we could have been looking at and getting the contract extension. And I remember back around January time that there were talks about this extension or providing that extension to him. So we, I think we have been in talks. I don't think you can really blame Rangers here. It's kind of out of their hands because the way the, the rules work. I know Ali there was mentioning Billy Gilmore. I think the Billy Gilmore situation was a was really different. different because he was under 16 at that time, so he was signing his first professional contract, so there was a bit of difference there. But I think in terms of the way that I've seen, like you, that I've seen on um, Twitter, that um, Ross Wilson's getting it in the neck a bit for the Lowry one, I think it's maybe a wee bit over the top. But it's probably, that's probably on top of all the ones you also kind of mentioned there in terms of running out their contracts this season or next season. That's the one, those are the ones that bugged me. Because I was, I was looking at... Um, these sort of players that are out of contract for the next couple of windows. And I think of them, Jack McCrory and Morelos are really the only ones coming up to the end of their contract that have been offered an extension. Obviously, you've got Tav and Kamara sitting in there as well, but their their contracts aren't up until 24. But you've got players like Goldson, Kent and Naribo, who obviously Goldson looks like by the end of this season, he'll be away. And then Kent and Naribo. These are the ones that are really probably should they get sold in the summer there, 
because now we're in the situation where they are going to go for peanuts. That's the one that bugs me rather than the Lowry. Yeah, no, same. I think you make a good point about Wilson. With uh, if this contract negotiation has been going on since January, then that for me doesn't look good. Um, I think Wilson has been getting in the neck a bit. I think a lot of that is connected to our signings in January. Obviously, they've not worked out well. Our recruitment hasn't worked out well, but I find it hilarious when people criticise Wilson because hindsight is such a wonderful thing. I mean, we were we literally had a podcast because Aaron Ramsey signed. That's that's where all our heads were at and we were making a song up for Diallo. So hindsight is a wonderful thing. And I think Ross Wilson gets a, a bit unfair treatment, but I do think he has work to do in terms of tying our big players down, uh, like Aribo and Kent, because I would hate to see, especially Aribo, I would hate to see Aribo go down south for cheap because it just it wouldn't sit well with me at all. Um, just you relax yourself there, Ali, just in case you think he's going away. Um, <laughs> Lowry. Uh, we'll stick on Lowry, Carly. Um I'm trying to play devil's advocate but, uh, advocate with this because... No, you were right the first time, mate, advocate. I will play devil's advocate then. Um, <laughs> but Lowry, I want to... Yeah, it's simple to say, right, get the boys signed up. But I do think there might be an element of this Billy Gilmer thing coming in and he does. he's maybe asked the club... Am I playing next year? And and it's no, you're not a first teamer. You might be in the squad, but you're not guaranteed first team football. And if he, I mean, he's going to get 40, 50 grand or something down it wherever he goes down in Premier League. Is it maybe a case of, I think Billy Gilmer, you not as a safety net, that may be not the right term, but Billy Gilmer knows if he doesn't make it make it down there, he'll walk, he'll walk back into Rangers. He can come here anytime. And I wonder if Lowry looks at that and thinks, do you know what? I'll just take a chance down in England. If it doesn't work out, I can come back. There's, I think there's a lot of things at play here, mate. I, I really do. I don't think it's quite as simple as he's not being loyal to the club or he doesn't want to play for Rangers or he wants to go for the money. There are so many things that you have to consider um, when coming up with this. There's no doubt, Jamie, hello, good evening. Jamie's just made the point that he has the ability and abundance. He, he does. We have made some shrewd purchases of young players near the end of their contracts in England. Aribo for a compensation payment was a snip. So it's the way the world of football works, unfortunately. Look, do, oh, it's difficult, man, because we can't compete. And un, unfortunately, I, I don't see it ever changing, which probably raises more questions than... That than it answers, but it's it's Scottish football. It's the league we play in. Rangers is everything to us. Um, it's not for everyone. It's not the same for everyone, even if they they're, they're a professional football player. And who knows what we would do in that situation? I think we would all love to sit and think to ourselves: if Rangers were offering me ten grand a week, but Man City were offering me sixty grand a week, that you're going to sit and take the ten grand just because you're a Rangers fan. <sighs> I think we would all like to believe that we would we would stick with Rangers, but you can't say that for sure. Um, even if Lowry does sign, um, I think Rangers have they've obviously not done enough. If it's been going on as long as it has been, then no, it doesn't look good. And he's maybe thinking about considering these options. However, he could also kind of hold the club to not ransom. Ransom's probably the wrong word, but almost keep the club on kind of tenter hooks a wee bit by seeing how much he's going to be involved in the start of the next season and if he flourishes and he's playing and he's brilliant he'll go to the club and the club will give him what they want um, and, and he'll get a contract I think no matter what I don't think Lowry's here for the long term I think it's 
we, we've seen it with Nathan Parson now. Nathan Parson went. Uh, we all thought he was going to be the future captain of Rangers. It didn't happen. 16 million and he's gone. Um, and I mean, he's, he didn't do very much down in England when he got there. He, he arguably didn't get the chance. And yeah, he's, he's now injured. So, I mean, I think Lowry will probably stick around for another. I don't think he's going anywhere soon. Um, but Rangers are very much in a catch twenty two right now. If an offer comes in and Lowry doesn't sign by summer, the force might the club might be left with no option but to sell him. So it's a difficult one. I would love to see him stay. Of course I would because I think the boy is outstanding. Especially we went to the the Celtic uh, the old firm B team game and he was I mean he's levels above that standard. I mean absolute levels. He he is ready. So. Yeah, it's whether it's enough for him. It's whether enough if the club are offering is enough for him. But I don't hold my breath that we'll see. I don't think we'll see Alex Lowry in the long term. And I mean past next season uh, or maybe the following season after that at a push. Someday we'll come in with an offer that we cannot say no to. And that's just the nature of Scottish football. And I don't think it will ever change. Yeah, and I just wonder if that offer that we can't say no to is going to be this summer. I think the club have to... It's easy to criticise Ross Wilson and the, and the club for not tying the boy down, but um, I think the club have got to consider if he's got one year left and he's not agreeing a contract, then he's got to, he, he has got to go. You've got to move him on because you don't want to lose him for free. Um, it's going to be an interesting one. Alex Lowry is, without a doubt, looks like the future of Rangers. However, I do think it is a bit strange that Van Bronckhorst hasn't overly utilised him. He's not, he's not really used him much, so... Yeah, it's one for keeping an eye on, but I just wanted to discuss that because I think Rangers Twitter always has things very black and white and um, it's not always the case. So, the uh, next thing I wanted to discuss was our upcoming fixtures. We have some mouth-watering uh, fixtures coming up uh, due, to this, due to the week that we had. Um, maybe not mouth-watering tomorrow in Motherwell, but it depends where you put it in the priorities. And I say priorities because Van Bronckhorst, for me, needs to needs to prioritise our chances of a trophy. And that, for me, are probably our best chance for a trophy is the Scottish Cup. Secondly, the Europa League. Thirdly, the Premier League. And I know a lot of people won't, won't want to hear that, but I do think that's the order of um, us achieving a trophy this year. Looking at the fixtures we have, we have Motherwell away tomorrow. Then we've got Leipzig on Thursday. Then we've got the scum on the Sunday, and then we've got Leipzig at home on the Thursday, and then Dundee United at home. Um, after that, what I want to ask you, and I'll go to come to you, Scotia's. I'm concerned about this squad burning out because they've put so much in, and it has been great. The past week's been great, but there comes to a point where Bassey won't be able to make that run. John Lundstrom won't be able to empty the tank because they will they will fatigue. Do you think Van Bronckhorst needs to now look at games like tomorrow? And it sounds crazy because it's a Premier League game, games like Motherwell and maybe even the Celtic game and start utilising his squad and prioritising for these games coming up? Oh, it's a tough question. I'm, I'm kind of on the fence fence with it in terms of where do you go because I've always got the feeling in the back of the mind that if you start rotating players when you've got big games coming up and games that you're still in, you kind of lose the, the, kind of the cohesion of the team. You don't want to do it. And to be honest as well, I think the next two weeks, next two weeks until after the the Celtic, the Leipzig game, the, the next Leipzig game after that, 
think we'll know whether or not he will start doing it. But then you've only got two games, and you've only got two games, and then the two Hearts games at the end of the season after that. So I'm kind of in the defence at the minute with it. I'd probably still go with my strongest team and just make small rotations. Because if you look through the squad at the minute, there's what midfield's really the only place that you can make a huge amount of rotations. There's not much you can do in defence. Obviously, the goalie could get rotated. It's obviously, we're getting nothing. There's that cat again. <laughs> get nothing it's up front, so it's really only the midfield. <laughs> <laughs> loves the camera. She loves the camera. Absolutely, <laughs> mate. Yeah. No, but there, I, 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 there's not much that you can rotate, I don't think. And I think that up until the league's mathematically impossible, we shouldn't be going into games with half-weekend teams and things like that, in my opinion. I think we still need to be going for it as if the league was alive, at least the players do, and the, and the management team do, although we can all sit here and sort of know that we're not going to, it's not going to happen. So, yeah, I'm kind of on the fence about what I should do up in the upcoming kind of league games that we've got. That's fine. No, that's fine. I was looking for, I was, I'll be honest, I was looking for more, um, a more solid answer for you, Scotia. I thought you'd be <laughs> on my camp, but no, that, that's fine. Um, Carly, I'll come to you then, so, I said, I think, a couple of points ago, I would play King, Lowry. I would play these young boys in the league. For me, the league's gone. I know the good feeling from last weekend is still there, and I totally get it. And I heard a couple of people walking out of Hamden on Sunday uh, talking like, we can still win this league. We can put pressure. <laughs> we can put pressure. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Jamie Lowe. Uh, this is this, this disclaimer. That was inside joke, no, cat, no cats were harmed in this podcast. Uh, <laughs> is not welcome at all. I can't let, I digress. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, sorry, um, mate. Sorry. I, I, would that use, up, mate. I would use the likes of Lowry. I would use King. I would use Sands because I think Thursday night is so huge. It's absolutely huge. I know we're going to do a podcast for it um, probably on Tuesday, but it's huge for me. And I, I just think in terms of this game tomorrow, I think we've got to start looking at utilising the squad. I'm concerned about a few players burning out. I've just mentioned them to Scotia. What are your thoughts on this? Do you think tomorrow we'll need to look at resting players tomorrow? That's what I'm getting at. It has been almost a week since the, the efforts of the, the last two games. But um, it's difficult because there is the outside of chances that we win, we could win this league. Literally, uh, I think it's going to be very interesting to see the result. However, I think I put, put that into my head, thinking that there, there's a possibility of something and they'll probably win about 8 now. So, like, yeah, I would love to see King play again. I would love to see Lowry start, especially. Uh, I think we have to... If I try to convince the guy to stay here, then we need to try and play him. Uh, I don't think there's really any doubt. And I mean, even players like Sikowski, he's disappeared. I don't know. Nobody knows where he's went. Do you know what I mean? He's disappeared. He wasn't even on the bench, I don't think, um, the last couple of games. So would I do it? Yes. Do I think he will? That's a different question, I suppose. Uh, no, I don't think he will. I don't think he'll... I think he'll still see it as we're fighting on all fronts and until it's mathematically impossible... Uh, I don't think we'll see any form of rotation uh, of uh, an opportunity for the youth, even. Yeah, but even players like Sands possibly coming in to maybe give Jack a bit of a rest, uh, a further rest, so he's up and ready for Thursday. I will agree that Thursday night is more important than tomorrow for me. Uh, tomorrow is 
hopefully a routine win and then we just kind of roll on to Thursday. That's all I'm really expecting of tomorrow because all I don't think any of us really on this podcast believe that Rangers are going to win the league. So, um, yeah, I would I, I would love to see him do it, mate. I would even look at playing McCrory and go, giving him a chance, see what he's like for the, the, the run into the rest of the season. Um, because I think we all agreed that McGregor's probably hanging his, hanging his gloves up at the end of this season. So, players like that. It's a nice thought to have, mate. Whether he will or he won't is another question. But if it was me, I would definitely do it. Yes, I'm the same. I would, I would, uh, I would utilise the squad to to the maximum. I think I probably contradict myself because the last pod we did, I said I think momentum's more important than anything else. But I think just taking into consideration the the two extra times that we've played, I think he needs to look at utilising it. Do love that comment there um, from Duncan. Never give up, my friend. It's happened before. Um, I do love that. For those of you who know my dad. He is putting money on Ross County on Sunday. No idea. <laughs> but he is he fan he fancies him. And fair place, he fans that still still have the belief. Good on yeah. you. I just can't I can't put myself through the heartbreak. I think that I think it's gone. I think we are the ones who have have let it go. And um, but yeah, that's that's another another conversation. Ali, I want to ask you as well about this. Um the two players that I think about are Bassey and, and Lundstrom. For me, Lundstrom was dead in his feet with half an hour to go on Sunday. He was still trying to trying to play football, but you could see he was running on empty and no wonder because he put a monumentous shift in on both games. Um, Calvin Bassey obviously did his, his, his burst up the left-hand side and then ran into the crowd. Um, so I just think that it's not just the, the physical aspect, it's the emotional side of it as well. It takes a lot out of the players and I think eventually that does catch up. Tomorrow, you're picking the team tomorrow, Ali, not the team that you've got written in front of you that we're going to discuss in a wee while. If you're mm-hmm. picking the team tomorrow, do you utilise the full squad? Do you think about Thursday and, and start saying to Mike Likes or Lundstrom, sit out today, you'll be there on Thursday? Yeah, I I would, um, yes. I think we've got a, big, a, a good enough squad to beat Motherwell. If we can't put a... Oh, a weakened team, if you want to call it. Um, if we make changes, we should have enough to beat Motherwell, let's be honest about it. Motherwell have sneaked into the top six. They shouldn't be in the top six. Um, so I would make changes. I think he will make changes tomorrow as well. I know Scotia says he might make a couple of subtle ones, but I think we could see a potential different midfield because we can do it in the midfield. Guys, you've mentioned there, Lundstrom, Bassey. I think they'll sit out. Ryan Jack, I think, will sit out. Um Obviously, up top, we'll come on to that later. But, um, yeah, I would make changes. I'm the same with you. I think the Scottish Cup, yeah, we can win the Scottish Cup. Europa League, <laughs> very outside chance. Leipzig are a very good team. I think a lot of folk are kind of glossed over Leipzig because we've beaten Dortmund and you don't do that. They're a very good team. And, yeah, the league for me, the league's done. The only thing I would say in the league is, it's kind of like Carney a wee bit. There's a very, very small glimmer. If we do win tomorrow, and we should win tomorrow, regardless of who we put out, it does put a slight bit of pressure on them going up to Dingwall. But don't, Alan. Don't. I know, but I'm not. I'm, no, I'm just saying, no, it does. It does. It does. But, but let me come on to it. But 
do I expect them to drop points up at Dingwall? No, I don't. I expect them to go up there and win three, four nil convincingly. Um, so to me, the league is done, but it does get it does put that wee bit of pressure on them, which you want to be doing. But yes, your question for tomorrow, yes, I would rotate the team because it's the third, or it's the third, it's the least one out of all the out of all the competitions we're in, we can win. Yeah. I know it is, and it's, it's, it is painful saying it. And I know that would be painful for you saying that, the league's gone. I do think it. I hate myself for saying it, and I love the optimism in the comments because, yeah, if we win if we win tomorrow, unbelievably, the pressure is on them a wee bit. But I do expect them, I think they'll have enough just to go over the line and whether, whether it's going to be on, on Sunday or not. But we've got to win our game first. There's no doubt about that. For And for what it's worth, I would, I would have lunch from... Wrapped in cotton wool for Thursday. He could have uh, he can have anything he wants, just sit there, wrapped in cotton wool and enjoy yourself. And I'd do the same with Bass as well. If we can afford to bring in a centre half, then I would have Barris at left back and I'd have Bassey just resting. I know he's a young lad, but uh, we've all seen it. The efforts they both of them have put in the past two games is it's it's absolutely unreal. So yes, I think he's got to look at utilising the squad and as you say, Ali, like see Motherwell, we should be beating Motherwell. But like, I'm not saying a second string, but Sands, yeah. they, they, these players should come in and be able to do the business against the likes of Motherwell. So I think it's a perfect game for us to rest players going into a, a huge game on Thursday. So, yeah, ideal. The next thing I want to discuss is, is the Motherwell game, which is tomorrow. Um, it's 12 o'clock, I believe, it is on Sky Sports. Motherwell kindly agreed to move the game to the Saturday just to give Rangers an extra day to prepare for the away trip to Leipzig. Um, Motherwell, as as Carney said, are, are six in the league and God knows how they made it there. But to give them slight credit, they have taken four points off us at Ibrox this season. Don't know how that happened. Uh, the last time we played them was two each. Um, and if you remember rightly, that game at Ibrox was two each. The Celtic dropped points that day earlier on in the day and yeah. we had a chance to cut the gap uh, to one point I think it was yeah. and we were up we, we were up two nil was that we is that the game we were up two nil? Yeah. 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 Basically hipster, yeah. Uh, so I that was a nice painful day. So that things like that stick in my teeth. I think we should be looking to give them a doing because we also did that last time I think it was six six one or something like that we won it uh, for part of the last time. Anyway Motherwell what the last game they drew two each uh, with Livingston away and the game before that for Park they won 4-2 so they've got goals about them but I think their their goal difference is like minus 12 or minus 15 or something like that so I think we've got to look at scoring goals tomorrow I think we should attack 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 that one's for you Mr Lowe hmm. um, and I think we've got to go for it Ali I'll stick with you Motherwell have taken four points as I said at Ibrox this season what's is that us shooting ourselves? Is that all they're doing, or are they a bulky team for us? No, it's all our undoing. You can put you can throw Aberdeen into that. Their camp with Motherwell as well. Same same thing. You you look at the games. You, Christ, seeing we do our end of season review, we'll look back at some of these games and go, "What the hell are we doing? The, the points we've shipped. We've drawn too many games." You look at the league. We've lost the same amount of games as Celtic. So draws that have killed us. That's what killed us this season. Um, I don't think they're a bogey team. Like, I don't think Aberdeen are a bogey team. Um, 
I just think we've shot ourselves in the foot. And I, like he's, I'm the same as you. I, I think we're due to give Motherwell one. I think we are. I know we have um, when we were last at Fur Park. The man for Zambia came and scored a hat-trick. And I, I think he'll be playing through the middle tomorrow because of what's happened today. So... No, I don't think we are a bogey team. I think it's I think it's um it's been all on us this season. But like I say, you could throw Aberdeen and a couple of other teams into that equation as well. But nah, I wouldn't say they're a bogey team, no. It just it annoys me when it's I know we you're always going to drop points at Ibrox. It's very rare that we do, but we did last season win every home game, but it sticks in my teeth at four points <laughs> we have dropped against a team like Motherwell. It is it's that and short a criminal, if I'm being honest, and especially to be up 2-0 that day, that was that was a sore one. Um Carly, 12, 12 goals. Motherwell have lost to the old firm at for part this season. But as I said, they've taken two draws. Two draws at Ibrooks, and I think there was a short, a quite a narrow victory for for that lot um when they played them. Mother Wolves have something they do. I think that I think it's a physicality um, that they've got. They've obviously they've obviously got something. Do you look at this tomorrow and fear? I know it's I know we're just talking leagues by, but now we're desperate to win tomorrow. Do you look at this game tomorrow and fear that we can drop points again, or do you think this is all about Rangers? Um, of course, we want to win every game. We're Rangers fans, mate. We expect every we, we expect to win every game, no matter who we're playing. Um, it would be the most Rangers thing to do, mate, after the last two performances to draw points against Motherwell. It really would be the most Rangers of Rangers things. And it might put us out of misery, to be honest, um, as this kind of thing gets prolonged on. Um, I don't know if you're going to address the injuries, are you? Can I talk about the injuries just now? Go for the injuries, mate. Go for it. So, Kamar Rufau is massive. I mean, it is massive for Rangers. It are really you shocked, is. though, Carly? No, no, you're right, mate. And what you said earlier on, mate, about it is that, that that we can't, we couldn't rely on him, mate. I'm not taking your point. You, you, you said it earlier on in the group chat, mate, that you, you can't rely on Kamar Roof to do that for the rest of the season. But it's massive for us. But the lack of Alfredo, the lack of Roof, and then obviously it leaves us with Sakala only. Um, I'll play get slated for this. I don't think Sakala will be here very long. I don't think he's good enough. Yes, he's full of effort, he's full of drive, but there hasn't been that much improvement really in him. His end product, nine times out of ten, is terrible. In my opinion, it is terrible. So I don't see him being the long-term answer to it. So I don't know what Gio does tomorrow. I honestly don't. I think I think what we are all thinking, and even from the team that I've picked... It probably won't be that. I would like to think he might do something a bit different to try and somehow find out where the goals are coming from because they've really been coming through. Roof and Morelos and I mean Sakala's has scored a few. Has Sakala scored any really crucial goals this season? Can anyone know off the top of your head? Well, Motherwell, you could say when he scored the hat trick when we were one I suppose. Down, so. Yeah, that's just because yeah, he, 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 yeah. uh, he took us one up. He took us to two one just before half time, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, scored, scored right. a, he scored the win on Sunday as well. <laughs> 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 well, wow. it's a, a major part in it, but look, I just don't know. <clears throat> I just don't know about Sakala. But with, I think it's probably not Sakala. It's now the lack of option that we have when it's not working with Sakala that I'm going. What do we do here? 
Genuinely, it's going to be interesting to see. I just seen a stat though on um, Rangers Twitter earlier. Um, Rangers injuries this season, right? Hollander, 32 games missed. Balogun, 9 games missed. Jack, 29 games missed. Davis, 11 games missed. Offerbar, obviously, he's got a, a heart condition. He's been out for the entire season. Hadji, 25 games missed. Kent, 10 games. Morelos, 5 games uh, and Roof four games uh, missed plus his current current injury, and obviously Morelos is obviously with the rest of the season to come from that. That is, I mean, Hadji Kent Morelos Roof. That is your main front. Like that's that's the, that's that is your that's your attacking line right there. And obviously now Aaron Ramsey as well is going to be added into the mix of this. The 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 man that seems to be made of. I don't know, paper mache, I think, uh, which isn't ideal. So I, I, my concern is where are the goals going to come from? Um, I do think Rangers have got enough to to get over the line against Motherwell. Um, they are hammer throws, though, like truly hammer throws. They're, they're up there with the worst of them. So that is a wee bit concerning. So it might be ball on the ground and a bit of pace. And that's probably reflected in my attack, attack, attack team. Fair, fair. Um, I, I think there's, I think there's something about Motherwell. That I, yeah, they are hammer throwers, but see the goals they scored at Ibrox, they're totally criminal. They're like almost carbon copies. A few of them oh, that aye. they just run through goals and Cavanier and I don't know what it was. We just we we really did crumble. And it, it's it's been a trait of ours defensively all season, and to do it against a team like Motherwell, yeah, pretty much criminal. Scotia, what are you expecting tomorrow? As, as Carly says, great, great um, shout there. They are, they are hammer throwers, but there's no getting away the fact of taking points off this, off this season. So, what are you expecting from the game tomorrow? Yeah, no, I was looking since since they returned from the winter break, they've only won one game in the league. They're on six and lost six, and one of those draws, unfortunately, was to us. Um, and Carney, am, am I correct? Was that not the one where you'd done the? A kind of wee vlog inside the stadium. Oh, it was. was at half time. Oh, it was, yeah, it was. Thank you, Scotia. That's a good yeah, day to start my weekend at... off, mate. Give me that to think about. Superb, mate. Brilliant. Yeah, so both both the games we played against my Ibrooks were really similar. And I think that Woolery scored twice in those games to um, like get them the draw in the second half. And it was, we were just poor, both of them. and yeah, like I say, Motherwell just squeaked, and you said it as well there, Ryan, at the very start when we were discussing this, that Motherwell just squeaked in to the, the top six because um, I think they scored the equaliser against, was it Livingston they were playing in the, the last game before the split, I think? Yeah, well, they scored like, like, a, a, minute or, yeah, a minute or so to go. So they, they just sneaked in. They've got the worst, joint third worst defensive or goals against in the league and only Ross County Dundee or worse them, and they're sitting there with St Mirren. So that kind of tells you where they are in ter- terms of goals against them. The only thing I would caveat with Motherwell is, obviously now that Hearts are confirmed as getting the UEFA spot, the Europa, going for a bit, mixing the two there. Um, yeah, because they're confirmed for that, you've got three teams playing for two spots in Europe, and they're, they're only separated by one point at the moment. So it maybe gives them a wee bit of... Um, added just a wee bit of feeling behind it to go into the game and actually you know, get some points and make sure that they secure one of those spots um, and the disadvantage of one of the others. So, yeah, 
I've got that in my back of my mind, but I'm, at the same time, I'm sure we're, we're more than good enough, even if we play a, a, a slightly rotated squad, like you mentioned, we're more than good enough to go out and do it. Um, so hopefully we can. Yeah, hopefully indeed. And um, if that does materialise, that Europa uh, trophy, and that does become a trophy, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure Celtic will be able to get ourselves knocked out of that as well. <laughs> um, before I go on to your teams and your score lines, guys, I wasn't going to do this, but we'll just go rogue on it and, and have a wee discussion about it, and hopefully people in the comments get involved as well. Uh, Aaron Ramsey got taken off, injured on Sunday. It gave a huge lift to the stinky end at Hamden on Sunday, and um, I'll be honest, I'll put my cards on the table right now. For me, it's a no-go. For me, it's a handshake. It's a, a tried... I just don't see any deal or any. I can't see any common sense where we can persist with this guy at the moment. We have got good midfielders. I keep banging the drum about our midfield, but I do think Jack Lundstrom, Stephen Davis, who is the Rolls Royce just now, and Ashwin in that midfield. We've got Aribo who can drop in there. We've got Arfield. I think for me, it's cut ties and stop trying Aaron Ramsey and stop Wednesday back. This Wednesday, when's he going to be fit? Blah blah blah. I just think it's. I think the ship sailed, and I don't. I don't want to see him in a Rangers jersey next year. I just think it's been a poor sign. I don't want to see him in a Rangers jersey, and I'll come to you, Carney. I don't want to see him in a Rangers jersey because I don't want to be like Juventus are, and Juventus are desperate to get him off their books. And I would hate to see Rangers being in that position last year. I've no harm, no harm to Aaron Ramsey, but I just don't think it's going to work out. What are your thoughts? I don't think that was ever an option, mate. Um, I, I don't think he was ever going to stay. I think that was a wee bit blue-tinted rom- romanticism by Rangers fans. Ah, he's not going to stay here. It's too it's too physical for him. Um, he's blatantly not up to it. He's not up to the... I mean, footballing ability, yes. Phys- physically and fitness-wise, no. I don't think he will survive. I just don't think he would survive uh, another year. It would probably finish him if he stayed in Scotland another year. Look, there's no doubt that Aaron Ramsey is a top-class player. I don't think anybody would... Nobody would take that away from him. Some of his passes, some of his inventive flicks that we've seen have been great. However... Have they been enough to, for Rangers to justify trying to keep a hold of them, or is it just all about the name? And I think that's what it would all come down to for for most Rangers, most Rangers fans. I am, I'm with you, mate. It's a no from me. Thanks very much. That was great while it lasted. That was a wee buzz that we all needed <coughs> uh, during the during the, the winter transfer window. We all needed a, a wee lift, and we got it through Aaron Ramsey, but. I'll put my my cards on the table right now, mate. I think the next time we'll see him will be the Scottish Cup final, where he'll come on for a cameo. Um, I don't think we'll see Aaron Ramsey for the rest of the season. Mister Negativity tonight, man. Honestly, what oh, I like. What I think I it's like? just going to be. I guess I just think it's a it's the elephant in the room for me. I do think it's the elephant in the room. I think it's got to be discussed. Um, these things happen. Sometimes things don't work out, and. I've just seen Stuart Henderson's comment there. There is no doubt. I totally agree. Aaron Ramsey's a class player, and you've seen it in the old firm game. You can see him in flashes. He has, he's got some lovely touches. But yes. we're a club who are, we can't be a club who are sitting waiting for him to get up to speed, which he is not. And now he's broken down again. I just I just don't see it. Listen, it's, it's not going to be a successful signing. Um, there's no doubt about that for me. Uh, Ali, what do you think? What's your thoughts on Ramsey? Would you... 
say Aaron Ramsey had a a charitable uh, side to him, and he said, "Listen, I'm happy to pay you, uh, pay you, what am I saying? Pay you, pay you, pay." Please, you pay. Kind of get out there. Please, you pay. <laughs> um, if he was happy to enter a contract like that next season, would you be interested in him staying? No, because to me, we should be building a team because we're going to have to be gutting a team this this uh, summer. So we want guys in to be for going into the future, basically. So as good as Aaron Ramsey is, <clears throat> it's a no for me. I put him in the same category, and I know he's not our player, but Kamar Roof, Hollander. I love Kamar Roof and I love Hollander. I think they're great players, but we, we don't need players that we can't rely on that are going to break down on us constantly. So I put him in the same camp as him for in the summer because Roof and Hollander as well, I would move on in the summer if we can. But Aaron Ramsey, yeah, I've, in, in flashes, he's looked really good. Is he any better than what we've got there at the moment? I don't think so, to be honest. Um, and again, he broke down at the weekend. Me and Carney had a laugh saying we'll never see him again. And we can, he's come out today and went, he might be available in a couple of weeks' time. So he's no, kind he of won't. playing with us a wee bit. But nah, it's a no for me. I'm sorry. And I know Scotia's answer too because he doesn't like Welsh people. So it'll be a no for him as well. But um, let's be honest, Aaron Ramsey is here to get fit. Um, and to hopefully play in the World Cup of Wales when they knock Scotland out. So it's a, it's a no from me. I'm sorry. Okay, I wonder if we're going to get a full house here. But as Ali says, um, as well. Never living it down. I, I don't know what I don't know what it's Welsh for strap in all you Welsh supporters, but Scotia. <laughs> Aaron Rams Aaron Ramsey, what is you what would you like to see? Ideally, would you like to see him stay or does he walk the plank? I'm only joking. Does he just leave Rangers? Well, to be honest, I'm like Carney. Even if it, he didn't have his injury issues, I don't couldn't see any way it was going to happen in any case because you would need to get him to take a massive, massive pay cut. Take it. And when's he? He's not contracted to UV until the end of next season. So UV would probably be owed a... Yeah, so you they would be owed a fee and they would be wanting massive amounts of money for him. So it was never going to happen again unless it was another loan. Um, and I, even then, I didn't see it, it was going to happen. Um, to be honest, I was like Ali there that I expected the news to be this week that the contract or the loan contract between us, Ramsey and Juve, had been terminated and he'd get sent back to them. I didn't expect um, Gio to come out today and say, oh no, he might be, he might be fit for the the Leipzig home game. I think that was maybe more just to give some people a wee bit of a wee bit of confidence, given that Ruth was out as well. Um, so, no, I'm it's a, it's a full house. I don't, I don't see it happening. It's, it's just it's not worked out. He was coming on to a wee bit of game, but like we've mentioned in the, the after match pods that we've done and things like that, he still he was getting a match fitness, but he was still just wasn't there. And now this injury's set him back. So if he comes back for the Leipzig game or after the Leipzig game. <laughs> He's potentially get, we'll only have four or five more games to play, and two of them would be the Scottish Cup final. And if we make it UEFA Cup final, mm-hmm. I maybe get you cameo, a wee cameo in the UEFA Cup final. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, Ryan, be good if I, I, yeah, 
So what I'm going to say, what I'm going to say as well is, so yeah, if he is going to be out for a couple of weeks and say a pl- player like Lowry comes in, hits the ground running, gets a few assists, gets a few goals, you're then going to turn around and tell him when Aaron Ramsey's a wee bit fit or oh, Lowry son, you're going to need to sit on the bench because uh, Ramsey's feeling better. And you can't do that because Ramsey's blatantly not going to be here. So that's why I say I think uh, the ship is sailed now. As soon as he went off and me and Ali are fucking always Mr Negative, that's him, he's away. Both of us, we're never going to see him again. <laughs> Waste of time. Uh, but uh, for his contribution, yes, he's done it in spells. He's got a couple of goals and whatever and his football brain's been great and he's probably been brilliant for the players in the squad um, to, to kind of learn from um, and play alongside him. I mean, it must be pretty good for um, some of the players to play alongside him. But no, you can't now. He, he, he's now out. He's not going to stay here. That's it. It's the, the the end of the story. He's the one that we definitely one hundred percent know is leaving at the end of the season. So, like, it's like, sorry, thank you, Mister Ramsey. That was nice while it lasted, but no, I'm I'm afraid that's uh, that's probably it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, it's one of these ones. I just no harm to him. It's just not worked out for us, and and he'll be gutted as well because I think he have wanted to leave an impression here, and he yeah. has not. Uh, so, yeah, we move on. And we can use our EBT to get Haaland in the summer anyway, so that's that's my <laughs> thought. <of thinking. laughs> uh, right, gents, we are here to obviously discuss the model game tomorrow. We have done that, but let's get round to teams and scores. Uh, Ali Pearson, let me hear your, your much-changed team. I'm expecting crazy things here. <laughs> Diallo's in goal. Diallo's in I, goal. Well, I, was, I was just going to say, strap yourselves in, but Ahmed Diallo does not make my team. So <laughs> that, that shows where he is and where he's going to be with the new Man United manager coming in. God knows, but um, that's another story. I, but no, sorry, sorry, I did say that Ramsey's the only one definitely knows going. He is another one that is definitely going yes. at the end of the season. Yeah, um, no, I'm going to go. I'm like McGregor will come back in. I was talking about McLaughlin, but Saturday to Thursday, there's a bit of rest there. I wouldn't expect. Sure, hopefully McGregor doesn't have much to do tomorrow. So Shagger back in. Tav right back, Goldson as ever, Balogun centre half, Barisic at left back. My midfield, I'm going to go back two, three years, and it's going to be Steve Davis, Glenn Kamara, and Scott Arfield in there. God. Ryan Kent, yep, there you go. I'll tell you, strap in, Carney. Um, <laughs> God. Ryan, Ryan Kent, the man for Zambia through the middle, and um, Joe Aribo on the right hand side. That is my team. Mm, interesting, interesting. Not too um, different to mine. So what's your score and your first goal scorer, mate? It's going to be 3 1 Rangers. Now, I'm not going to say Ryan Kent, Carney, because I say it all the time. The man says Ambia is going to score. There we go. Back and you know Ryan Kent will score now. <laughs> no. Aye, that's it. And will Diallo get one? Will Diallo get one coming off the bench then? <laughs> Uh, he might come off the bench, Diallo. It depends how the game's going. If we see if we're it's the same as St Mirren and we're coasting the game, Diallo will come on the park. There we go. I think one thing you can guarantee about Diallo is he'll be celebrating with the fans if if they win anyway. He, he <laughs> fair, fair enjoyed himself on Sunday, did he? He's John Terry, but on Sunday, didn't he? Um, Scotia, what would you say? Give me your team uh, score line and your first goal scorer, please. Yeah, so for the goalie, the one McLaughlin I was thinking about, but I think he was brought in as the cup keeper. I don't think it was any kind of... Ta- it worked out as a good tactical mastermind stroke by Gio, right enough, but I think it was because he was the cup keeper. So I think it'll be McGregor. 
And this will actually this will show you what we're talking about with squad squad rotation when you hear my team actually listen to this. A uh, defensive uh, Tav Goldson, Bassey, and Barisic. Midfield of Jack and Davis, I think, and then Aribo, Kent, Sakala, and then Alex Lowry playing in there as well. And the reason I'm playing Lowry is because obviously the news that roofs out. A lot of those players can't really score and shoot for, or they can score, but they, a lot of the shots that they take from outside the box aren't great. Whereas Lowry's got that, so I think that would that would work well if we had someone like Lowry playing. And I would probably as well, not in the team, but on the bench, have Weston and Ross McCausland on the bench. I think they are decent options. Yeah, I watched them during the week. Was it was it this week? That was this week the P game, wasn't it? The Glasgow Cup game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I watched them during the week in McCann and. Coslin really impressed me. I thought they were they were very mature. They had a, a very good performance. I would like to see these boys, as I've said in the, the next couple of league games, get them played, get their experience under the belt. They are hopefully the future of Rangers. Who did you see your first goal scorer was? Gosha, sorry. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't give you a score. I didn't score even um, three one to Rangers as well because McGregor's in goals. We're going to we're going to concede from a corner, and it'll probably be Willery that'll score it <laughs> again. Three um, one first goal for, scorer for us. If he starts, Alex Lowry. Oh, I'd like that. Uh, I think and I'll just read another comment here. Andy Hills about McLaughlin. Um, it's key to us winning trophies this year. His distribution cross balls is so much better. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I totally agree. And it's so hard to say, but he he is for cross balls and his distribution. Yeah, I totally agree. It's a great point, Andy. Carney, what about you? What how many changes are you making? What's your team score and first goal scorer, please? This this team's kind of half what I'd like to see of some players that I'd like to see and half of what I'd think you will do. I, I completely agree with Scotia. Um, it, I, I would love to give Gio the credit for having a masterclass with putting McLaughlin in goal, but he's just got a fluke there because he's a cup goalkeeper and it worked. Uh, but I think it, it shows why I think we would rather have the confidence um, we would have more confidence even in McLaughlin being in goal um, for games like tomorrow against Motherwell where there's going to be a lot of pump balls into our box like, but I that's what I mean by this is kind of both because I do think he'll play McGregor do you know what I mean, we say all that all the time and then I do think he'll start McGregor again so for me <clears throat> McGregor, Tavernier, Goldson I'd love to see King but I think he'll play Balogun, Barisic Davis, Kamara, Lowry Kent, Wright and Sakala. Front four, attack, 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 attack. Uh, and since I have slated fashion Sakala on here, not slated, but maybe put him down a wee bit, uh, he'll score a hat-trick and we'll win 3-0. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad that does I'll get a whack-a-whack on. You better, you better send me videos in uh, the morning. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. <laughs> I'm looking forward to them. I'm looking forward to them. But I'm glad that doesn't just happen with me, Carney, when you slate a player that um, they turn up and stick it right up. Because I ripped Tavernier a new one the other week there and he turns in a performance like that against uh, Braga and at the weekend as well. So, yes, I'm glad that's not just me. That, ha- that happens too. Brilliant, gentlemen. I will, I'll give you my team just before we go. Um, McGregor, Tavernier, Goldson, Balogun, Barisic. My midfield is Kamara, my man crush, Johnny Lundstrom, has dropped. It's Davis and Jack. And I'm playing right Sakala Aribo. Uh, I think Ryan Kent is one of these players who's put a lot in as well. 
Um, a lot of effort and I think he needs rested. I'm going 3-1 Rangers and Fashion Sakala to score first. Waka, waka. Gentlemen, anything else to discuss? Or is that us? This I've evening? got one. Go on. Go for well, it. Will Cedric Itton be pulled out that black hole he's in and be put oh, in the bench? I bloody hope not. But the thing is, right, how fair is that on him? Because he's blatantly not fancied, right? So it, the the management team, coaching team, don't fancy him. There's no, there's absolutely no doubt about it. But everybody's injured. That said, um, fancy sticking a strap on. And he scores. <laughs> and he scores against Motherwell yeah, as well. Motherwell. Sitting, on, sitting on the bench. Uh, well, I think either him or Weston has to be on the bench tomorrow. So either has to be him or Weston. Harvey, you're, Harvey, that shock and saying that to your dad, by the way. Oh, honestly. That's this week, guy. You know, you're just having a nice night and everybody's enjoying themselves. Then you get a cheeky little boy in the comments. But don't worry about that. I am just about to go through and shave his top lip because he is starting to get a soonest moustache. Nice one, Harvey. <laughs> um, Itton, for me, I don't think it, no. I don't think it's even... I wonder if he's still training with us. That's what I wonder. I can't remember the last time I've seen him, guys. Um, really don't. I don't. Has he been, has he been in the squad lately? Think so, no, no the last time he played was the semi final of the Glasgow Top Cup for the B team. Top, he's drinking on a disco shot, Dave. You started drinking addictions all over the place tonight. Uh. <laughs> right, guys, that we will leave it there. Um, thanks to everyone in the comments, that was uh, most enjoyable. Hope we have a great weekend. You know, boys, I, I, I'm a glass half empty kind of guy, um, but. Yes, Rangers can <laughs> unbelievably win tomorrow and put the pressure on them. I can't believe I'm saying that, but they can put the pressure on them and make it an interesting Sunday. Um, but let's hope we do. Before we go, um, can everyone please like, share and subscribe to the pod? makes a big difference for us. Uh, like I've said umpteen times, really enjoy the community that we've, we've built there and, and we have some great laughs on this podcast. And we are growing. We've got uh, things coming up, uh, I think, next week, Karen. I think I might be right in saying that. I think we've got something coming up next week. You can um, announce that if you want, mate. On you go. That's no, how I'll leave it with you when I say Oh, no. Should I announce it? Yes, go for it, Ryan. Come on. So, oh, the pressure's horrible and then it doesn't happen. And ah, Ryan said that. We are doing uh, another live at the Viceroy. Um, it's all to do with just getting a pint. That's, there's no other interest in it. We just want a pint, guys. Um, so if you can... Buy, get the coffees bought so we can get a pint for Scotia. Um, no, we are doing a live, we're doing a pod at the, the Viceroy on Tuesday, I believe we're recording it. Yep. Um, so really looking forward should, to that because we get yeah. great feedback from everyone and it, and it went down well. You, yeah, should be left you late, late later on than usually Club Deck Corner, so it'll be later on on Tuesday. Uh, it won't be live. I don't think the... I don't think we'd be able to do it. I don't think we would. I don't think the the internet connection would hold up. So I, I don't want to do that. And then halfway through we have a disaster. So we might do it, look into that one day. Uh, but it will just be a recorded trope from the viceroy again. But yeah, no, we love doing that, and I think we're all buzzing for it. And we'll be, no matter what, we'll be building up the, building up the the, the kind of hype towards the the Leipzig game, no matter what happens this weekend. So yeah, yeah, really looking forward to that. Yeah, can't wait. So I hope everyone gets uh, tunes in for that next week. Um, I will say goodbye to the guys and thank you. Ali Pearson, thank you for tonight. No problem. I'll enjoy a wee Saturday kickoff. 12 o'clock is a bit of an early one for us, especially when we're drinking, but I'll enjoy it. Um, just on a side note tonight as well, um, our broth are playing Kilmarnock in the top of the table clash in the Championship tonight. 
So I'd like to say good luck to Arbroath tonight because I think that would be a that would be some fairy tale story if Arbroath made the Premiership with Dick Campbell up here. What a character he would be! So good luck to Arbroath tonight. Yeah, it's how I echo that. Good luck to Arbroath. Being an Ayrshire man, I should really be um, back in the Ayrshire team, but no, that I don't like Kilmarnock. <laughs> yes, I don't like Kilmarnock. I don't like their pies and I don't like their pitch. Uh, Scotia, <laughs> cheers for the night, mate. Yeah, cheers. The only problem is you've obviously you've got Lafferty playing for Kelly at the end of the season, and we all know what Lafferty's like at the end of the season. Um, yeah, but no, cheers for tonight, Ryan. Um, really enjoyed it. Really looking forward to next weekend. I'm away to go and check if I can still actually pronounce words rather than um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> nice well then. Lastly, uh, Mr. Carney, thank you very much, and thanks again for letting me host this, mate. Not a problem, mate. Well done, mate. Uh, yeah, so I say into tomorrow. Uh, really looking forward to it. Uh, see Rangers back. I say hopefully see a bit of a rotation, but always a good laugh. Look, everybody for getting involved in the comments. It's always brilliant when we do so. We generally live for it. It's great to to have your your, your wee inputs and making us laugh while we're trying to talk and stuff. It's it's what it's all about for us. So it's always good. I always look forward to this pod on a Friday night. I, I generally do a preview pod on a Friday. It's one of my highlights of the week. So yes, well done, Ryan. Thank you, gentlemen. We are the people. Let's go, Rangers. Just three points tomorrow. Always. Thank you, guys. Thanks, everyone, in the comments. We really enjoyed that. Uh, guys, we'll be back on tomorrow with our reaction podcast, and then we'll be back uh, next week with uh, the pods from the Viceroy and the build-up to a huge game against Leipzig. Can't wait. I'm away to shave my oldest son's top lip with <laughs> a blunt Gillette. Um, no, use the manscape. Use, use the manscape. Oh. Use the Correction, I am going to shave his top lip with a Manscaped trimmer. Get yourself one and you can use Club at 22 if you're 20% <laughs> off and free shipping. Box tick. And I'm going, to go to fur, I'm going to fur part tomorrow as well with my dad, so I can't wait to go to the game tomorrow. Everyone enjoy your weekend. We are Club at 22. Play up the famous.